Welcome back to another episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. I'm your host, Emerson Gutierrez. Thank you so much for joining me today. We got a good one for you. We got a good one for you, man. I got a lot of things to get off my chest. A lot of things to get off my chest. Obviously about some stupid shit. But nonetheless, man, this is my therapy. This is my my soapbox. Let's fucking go. Let me tell you something, man. I miss sports a lot when they were gone. Missed them a lot. I felt like there was a void in my life. No baseball, no basketball. I mean, there's always like this little low until football season starts. At least for me personally, I'm a, like football is my number one sport by far. And then, you know, depending on how the teams are doing, then, you know, basketball and then baseball interchange. Um, but there's a huge gap between first and second for sure. And funny enough, I I hadn't really invested much into this NBA season in terms of time and emotion just because, I mean, you guys have heard it before. You guys have heard on this podcast about how I come in here and complain, how the Rockets once again had a disappointing season, which is crazy to say when this when the Rockets have been one of the most successful teams over the last six, seven years. The only team that's been better than, for, better than them during this stretch has been the Golden State Warriors and the Golden State Warriors you know, or the team of this decade, or the last decade now, I guess. So it was always tough, you know, even when we thought we had them. We were up 3-2 with home court advantage. We go and we blow both games. Chris Paul gets hurt. And you're back to the, damn, what could have been? Could we have won that championship against the Cavs that year? And then last year, was it last year? Yeah, last year. Freaking Rockets, KD gets hurt, game five, I think. And I'm like, you know what, man? You don't pray for anybody to get hurt. You don't, I, I don't hope that KD, I wasn't wishing for KD to get hurt. But he did, and the Rockets didn't take advantage of the freaking Warriors missing their number one freaking player by far. Nope. Choked it up again, lost. And after that, I told myself, you know what, man? I'm not going to invest in this basketball season, man. This team has disappointed me time and time again. I've invested way too too much time, tears, energy, money, just life force, my soul at this point. So I said, fuck that. I'm out. I'm not doing it. And I didn't. I didn't really watch games this season. Wasn't really about it. They were struggling for a little bit of time. Like I you know, I'd still check the box score here and there, see what the news is like, what's going on. They're making any trades, any moves, who's playing well, who's not, how's Harden doing. Which kinda sucks, you know, like you kind of I guess get used to like a certain level of success and anything short of a champion is a disappointment. You really don't have that feeling a lot in Houston, <laughs> at least in recent years, but just this team just felt like they they should at least won one. By now. With all the renditions of the team that have happened. But. And was a. Was a. Day in March. I forget what was it. When Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID. And shut down. The NBA season ended up shutting down the rest of sports. For for all intents and purposes. I mean that's what really started. That was a catalyst for everything else. And I think that's when it really got real. At least in my mind. Here in the U.S was like, oh, damn. Like a big superstar got it? They have to cancel games this season? And shortly thereafter, we started working from home as well. We haven't been back since. I remember sitting there saying, hey, man, it's probably going to be like a month or two, and we'll be back. You know, this thing will calm down. 
And then it's like, oh, no, probably beginning of June. Oh, no, probably end of July. And now it's like, fam, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going back until next year, which is what I thought when we first left. But, you know, I always had that, I don't know if hope is the right word here, but always had a suspicion that we'd be back much earlier than what was an appropriate response. But it seems like there's no end in sight, at least for this year, especially here in Houston. Um, it seems like cases are just getting worse and worse all the time. And then <laughs> you see our president have that hilarious freaking interview on Axiom on HBO. It's like, man, the homie sounds like me presenting a project or trying to give a speech, just like grasping at straws, man. Just like saying sentences that are related to it and trying to put them together and trying to make a coherent thought, you're like, man, you're trying to find the argument, or you're trying to find your point while you're saying it, you're just buying yourself time, you're rambling, you're like, no, I'm gonna find some shit, my mind's gonna think of some shit, you never do, and you're like, damn, what the fuck did I just say for the last 30 minutes, I was just on autopilot, trying to just fill some time when I came up with the solution, I didn't have a fucking solution or anything to wrap up to, I mean, kind of like what I do on this podcast, <laughs> a lot of the time, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how the fuck I went from sports to here, but I oh, Corona COVID, um, you know, sports started back up last week and I didn't realize how much stress sports brought into my life. I was sitting there watching the Rockets and the Mavs game and fan, the Rockets were just trying to give that game away, man. I was like jumping up. I was screaming. I was mad. I was stressed. I was having anxiety at the end of the game. Luckily, the Rockets went ahead and pulled it out, man. But, like, damn, I hadn't felt that way in months. I hadn't been that worked out. I haven't been that worked up since when the Texans blew the fucking game against the Chiefs in January. (laughs) And all of a sudden, all these, like, oh, man, it's just like, dude, is this shit healthy for me? (laughs) Like, 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 is, is sports just bringing this kind of shit into my life? This anxiety, this nervousness, this frustration, this anger. Like, I want to, like, just throw something at the TV when somebody does something stupid. I didn't miss that. I didn't miss that at all. Maybe I felt that way when I was playing a video game or probably playing Call of Duty Warzone and some stupid shit happened and I'm fucking just furious. My buddy Otherv will attest to that. Play Warzone with him all the time. Get fucking mad at the game. It's like, dude, like. Relax, boss. Like, I think we should know, learn by that. There are a lot of more important things in life. You know, being at home for the last six months or whatever it is. But baseball, man, the Astros are playing like trash. And I don't, I don't think it's necessarily because they they're not cheating anymore. I don't think they were cheating before, and these players are great. But now it's like everybody just has ammunition. Like, oh, you see, they're not playing while they're losing games. Oh, they can't win without cheating. It's like, man, I don't even want to think about baseball anymore. I don't want to even keep in touch. Because anytime the Astros do some stupid shit, oh, yeah, cheaters, 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 cheaters. And, yeah, they did cheat. Like, man, I'm not going to sit here and defend them for fucking cheating. I think a lot of the teams were doing what the Astros doing. They just got caught. So, hey, man, that's on them. Hey, you fucked up. You got caught. All right, well, now you got to face the consequences. So, now I even stay away from baseball. I'm thinking, what, sitting here Sunday night, they lost to, what, five games in a row now? Oh, my God. And it's not even the batters that are that are doing bad. It's not even the offense. The offense isn't great. I mean, they've had some great games, though. The fucking pitching is god-awful. 
It's like, all right, well, Verlander's out. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm getting back into the NBA. I'm off on the Astros right now, especially what they did in the World Series fucking last season. God, how do you not win a home game? How do you not win a home game? Fucking ridiculous. So now I'm getting back on this Rockets hype train, knowing, knowing there's no way in hell they win a championship here this year. You got the freaking Lakers, and you got to go through the Clippers. You got to go through either one of those teams. No, no, no. You have to, to win a champion, you have to go through both of those teams, I should say. That's not fucking happening. Maybe we beat one of them. And then we got to go beat the other one? Oh, come on, bro. So I'm just, uh, I'm setting myself up to be disappointed again. Even though I said at the beginning of the season, hey, man, I'm not going to fucking pay attention until they give me a reason. And I feel like I'm just grasping at straws here and just trying to find a reason to cheer. That way I have something to fucking do. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like the NFL isn't isn't going to do well. Fucking baseball's doing awful with their goddamn testing and all the infections they've had. What the hell are y'all doing? Stay in your fucking hotel. Stay at home. No, don't even stay at home. What the hell are you going out for? Some homies were at the casino? Fam, why are you going to a casino? To possibly catch COVID and lose fucking money? What the fuck is wrong with you? The, like half the team. The Marlins too. What y'all doing? I swear y'all act like, like this shit can't affect you. I mean, you may not. Like, hey, you're athletes. You're in great shape. You have great health care. Whatever, right? But fam, if you understand that if you test positive, they're going to shut your shit down, then that's affecting your pocket. That means the season might end up getting shut down. So fucking, just fucking do the responsible goddamn thing. I don't understand it. Don't understand it. That's enough on sports. I know a lot of you are like, oh, he's talking about sports again. I don't know anything about sports. Or I don't like sports or sports takers. All right, here, we're minute 10. All right, we're moving off of sports. You know what? I got to give Trump some credit, man. I got to give Trump some credit. If I'm going to sit here and criticize him, which I think he deserves to be criticized, I got to give him props when he does something I like, baby. You got to keep it honest. Got to keep it fair. This past week, Trump did something good. Trump signed an order saying, hey, TikTok, get the fuck out of here. You got to get the fuck up out of here in 45 days if an American company doesn't buy you. And fam, I rejoiced. I fucking rejoiced. For any of you guys who follow me on Instagram, I posted a story this weekend. This is one of the reasons why I don't like TikTok. So I was was looking on Yelp. I was like, man, I want to go try a new chicken sandwich place. Because my last chicken sandwich place, Miko, shout out to Miko's Hot Chicken. Absolute fucking disaster now, fam. Absolute disaster. Three months ago, awesome fucking place. It'd be busy because it's a good restaurant. Deservedly so. They've earned it. But now, fam, it's like, oh, it's not even lunchtime, not even dinner time, bro. It's like 3.45 in the afternoon. That fucking line is 30 people damn deep. And it's a food truck. So you're not even inside a building. Your ass is fucking standing in the hot-ass Texas sun, my guy. With no shade, no fans, nothing, fam. Just in the hot-ass sun, baking. 
And you still got that long ass slice. So you know that's some goddamn good food. So I'm like, I can't go in there anymore. Can't go there anymore. So, Saturday. I'm checking the Yelp. I'm like, man, I need some other hot chicken. So this place just opened up. Or maybe they didn't just open up. But first time they popped up on my radar. Whatever. Hot chick. Hot hot chick is what it's called. Alright. They open at 12. Alright, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to leave like 11, 11.45. I should get there around a little bit. Early, earlier than noon. That way I can find some parking. Get in line. Get ready to go. Fam. I get there. 12.01. 12.01. They just opened. Line of 20 people. Same damn thing. Same damn fucking thing. Long ass fucking line. I'm like, oh my god. What the hell is going on? Come to find out, man. Fucking people on TikTok are snitching, fam. Just, 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 just giving up all the good popping restaurants. So people see them on TikTok. That's what happened to Miko's, apparently. This is what happened with Hot Chicken. People just bored, so they're like, oh, let me get some clout on TikTok. Let me get a couple of fucking hearts and some likes and some comments. So let me just go look up some awesome fucking restaurants and just fucking tell the whole world about them. Hey, yo, what about the loyal customers who've been going there for a while? All of a sudden, the place I like getting my chicken from, now I gotta wait an hour to fucking order? Come on, man. This gotta be like some some food truck gentrification or some shit, fam. I don't know what to call it. I'm gonna come up with something fucking witty next week. I'm just furious. These people, not from this area, not close by. I saw a TikTok. This dude drove an hour and a half to come check Miko's out because he heard it was popping on TikTok. Come on, bro. What are we doing? Yeah, Emerson. If you really love this restaurant, you want them to grow, and then they'll open up a bigger, they'll open up another restaurant, and they'll, they'll get, they'll get more service. No, man, fuck that. Fuck all that. I'm being selfish right now. I want some hot-ass chicken. Some good shit. But no, 1201, line of 25 people in the hot-ass sun. That's the thing, people are willing to wait in the fucking sun. Like, how am I supposed to compete with that? So I had to bust a little fucking U-turn, get, go to basic-ass fucking Canes, and go get me a box combo, obviously subbing out the coleslaw for an extra piece of toast. And if you don't do that, you're a fucking animal. Who the fuck keeps the coleslaw? Who keeps the fucking coleslaw? This is the order of things you should sub- substitute the toast for. I mean, the coleslaw for. Toast number one. Two, cane sauce. Three, fries. At no point should you have coleslaw on your freaking plate. Even if you don't substitute it for anything else. You say, hey man, don't fucking disrespect me and put coleslaw on my plate. You get, you keep that shit. Because I don't know who that's for, but that's not for me. That's big time disrespectful. And you're disrespecting yourself if you didn't know that. But now I gave you the game. Maybe you didn't know better. Maybe you didn't know, but now you should know better because I told you. So it's just like... I, uh, I just, it gets, it's getting to the point, man, where any any cool, new, hip restaurant, TikTok's telling the whole world about it. 
And TikTok's so popping now that everybody's like, oh, it's on TikTok. Let me go because now I'm going to be let me part of the cool kids. I saw this there. All right, cool. All right, charging that restaurant to the game. All right, fam, I can't go there for another six months or 45 days. So, you know, thank you. Thank you, President Trump, for um, helping me out here. Look, I'm not going to lie. I DM'd him. I called him the favor. He owed me one. He did owe me one. So I was like, hey, man, can you know, can we just say it's about, like, the Chinese, like, hacking us? And, like, taking U.S. citizens' information. Can we just say that? But it's really for me. It's like, yeah, man, I got you. No problem, bro. I said, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. But, no, TikTok is doing some fuck shit, though. Real talk. They're doing some shit. I don't know. But the 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 hilarious part and the irony in all this is, like, hey, man, it's not cool if a Chinese government does it, but... You know, if Microsoft does it, that's okay. If Mark Zuckerberg wants to look at your data, if if Google wants to do all this shit, eh, no problem. Yeah, that's cool. China, no, fuck no. How dare they invade the privacy of Americans? All right, fam, but we got the Patriot Act out here. Well, they can have warrantless fucking searches, essentially. Tap your fucking phone. Go through your email. Go through all your information. I'm just telling you. Do I am I a little bit more comfortable that a U.S. company is, is looking at my shit said like the Chinese government, who could use it potentially against the United States? A little bit less. Like I'm concerned about China. Like a hundred. I'm like ninety eight concerned about. You know, a U.S. company doing it. <laughs> I don't feel any more comfortable that way, but. I mean, not that I'm not okay with it. I mean, I just, that's, I guess that's the price that we have to fucking live to fucking have a technologically advanced society. I mean, I've said this before, like, Google Maps doesn't fucking work. Can't give you traffic information unless it collects data from people, right? And maybe you're okay doing that. Hey, I'm cool with that. If it helps me get somewhere faster, helps me get a good route, cool. But at what cost, you know? Like, what what are they doing with our data? I don't know. Maybe they have told us, but I feel like there's no transparency in that. So I went ahead and I deleted TikTok on my phone. Not that I'm a big TikTok user. I've told you guys, like, I can't. The thing, like, when I go find my entertainment, I just want to. Because, look, the hardest part about, like, going to find something to watch is, like, or watching something is finding it. Right? Like, you have Netflix. You're like, man, it's like like a million things on here. I've watched all the stuff that Twitter has recommended to me. Now, my friend told me it was good, but now I'm trying to find something on my own. I don't know what to fucking click. So, if, once I fucking find something, hey, I can turn my brain off, watch eight episodes of this, I'm good for the next six hours. TikTok, it's like, alright, fam, I got one minute content max, and I'm just here scrolling until I find something, and then I do find something, and then max, I'm entertained for a minute, here I am scrolling for another two minutes, trying to find some funny shit. Uh, I just, I can't, I don't, I, I can't, I'm not, I don't want to look for shit all the time, that's the biggest struggle of having, like, five different streaming services, like, damn, dude, what the fuck do I find, what the hell should I watch, and sometimes there's so many good things, like, older shows, you're like, fam, I heard this is a great show, but it's like 10 seasons, like, oh my god, like, even though you know that show's a known quali- quantity, and it's, like, amazing, you rather go watch a show that that just started, like it's, it's on its first and only season so far. You're like, oh, I heard it's good, even though it's not. It might not be anywhere close in quality to the show with ten seasons. 
Actually, funny enough, I just started uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'd always heard good things about this show. Um, and finally, I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to fucking get into it, man. Now I'm on, like, season four. And I'm driving my girlfriend crazy with the theme song. Because at the end of the fucking episode, they play it. And at the very beginning, they fucking play it. So within, like, a three-minute span, you're hearing that fucking song straight. All right, man. If I killed that shit, you let me know. Killed it in a good way. If I killed it in a bad way, don't fucking tell me. So, shout out to the president. Hopefully nobody buys and TikTok's banned in the U.S. Because y'all fucking up on my good secret eating spots. For real. Let me just tell you, man. It took a while to fucking put that list together, too. Because guess what? I don't fucking cook. I've been at home a lot. I have to I have to have find, find all the good place or else I'm going to be fucking eating chicken McNuggets every damn day. So I'm pissed about that. You know what the fuck I'm fucking pissed about? My mom. My mom, fam. Let me tell you something, man. Ain't nothing making me happier than able to prove than able than being able to prove my mom wrong. All these years later. How many times did your parents tell you, or your your mom or your dad told you, "Hey, you shouldn't do this. There's no reason to do this. There's no future in this. You should do this or that." Why do you play video games? You can't make money playing video games. You should go do something else. Now, you see all these millionaire fucking streamers making money on Twitch or on YouTube? Hi, mom. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad I'm sucky at fucking video games. I could have been doing that instead, making millions, taking care of you, mom. But no, there's no, there's no point in playing video games. You're just a waste of time. All right, cool. Got it, chief. I had a personal experience like that this past week. I was just, you know, doing some cleaning, trying to get rid of some shit, sell some crap. I'm like, ah, there's a bunch of crap I have that I really don't need, I really don't want. It just sits in a box. I don't even appreciate it or enjoy it anymore. So I was going through some stuff, and uh, guess what I found? I found some of my old Pokemon, Pokemon cards. Yep. Yep. And you're like, Emerson, what the fuck does that matter? Pokemon cards, what the fuck are you? Uh, 10 years old? You fucking nerd, you geek? Who gets excited about that shit? Me? Because it brought back a little bit of memories. A little bit of nostalgia. Even though I never learned how to play the games. But you know, it's like just having the card of the Pokemon you loved. Come on, man. Having a Charizard? Having a Totodile? Having a Pikachu? Having that legendary Mewtwo? Come on, man. You guys know what the hell is going on. You guys remember this. You know the Gen 1 Pokemon? So I started going through them. I don't, I don't have a lot of cards. I have, I have a few cards, and I had a lot more as a kid. Um, but I didn't. I only kept certain ones that I liked, and the ones that are shiny or the holographic ones. But I remember my mom always telling me, she's like, she would always get mad when I used to ask her for cards. It was Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, mom, can you buy me this? Can you buy me this pack of cards? They're like four bucks a pack. So it's not like I'm asking her for something crazy, right? Like a video game, it's like forty bucks. Or like 50 bucks or now 60 bucks, right? None of that. Just ask her, hey, can I get this pack of nine cards for four bucks? Oh, can you buy me this set? It's 10 bucks for three packs. No, what are you going to do? You want, you want Pokemon cards or you want to eat? As, that, if, 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 as if those are our two choices. All because my mom couldn't understand like, hey, man, this is something I like. 
Like, I don't know how you don't, like, I, I can't not allowed to like this? I'm a kid. He used to always get crap about my mom. Always get crap from my mom about this. He's like, oh, they're worthless. They're fucking paper. What are you going to do with them? You're going to take a bite of the card when you're hungry? The quote from my mom. She said that to me. I'm telling you, it should stuck with me to this day. Just <laughs> because it's such a ridiculous fucking thing to say. What, are you going to take a bite of the card? What? Mom, if a $4 pack of cards is going to break us and make us not have food? Then we got, we got a lot of problems. There's some other things we got to talk about here. But, you know, it's good finding my, my set of cards. Especially when I started doing some Googles. You know, had to hit them with the Googles. Had to hit them with the Bings. Had to hit them with the Ebays. So I started looking up the value of some of these cards. Just seeing, uh, man, maybe I could get a couple bucks for them. Maybe, maybe I get like 50 bucks for like my set of like 100 cards. Maybe I get 100 bucks. Man, that'd be nice. A dollar a piece, man. I mean, they're just sitting in my, they're just sitting in a binder in a box in a closet somewhere. Whatever. Fam, was I surprised when I started looking up some of the value of these cards? My most rare card. And obviously, man, this is not like life-changing money, but it's, it just goes to show that sometimes our parents don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Sometimes, like they, they don't they just because they don't understand something and they don't see the value of it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value. And maybe that's what people are telling me about TikTok. I know I understand there's value in TikTok. It's just not for me. Cool, I got you. I just don't like that it's ruining my restaurants. And then when my girl's on TikTok, I hear the fucking same fucking song over because everybody's doing a dance to it, or there's a fucking. Damn meme going on about it Like the Like the fucking What is it Oh my god It was stuck in my head Thank god it's out now Um Yeah she just didn't understand The value of it Or like Like the potential Of there being value right My most rare card That I have Is worth about 200 bucks Right And not every card's worth 200 No this one card's worth 200 bucks And I have a couple others That are worth like 100 150 bucks And every some, I got some other cards that are worth like 10, 20 bucks. But after a while, that adds up, you know. I mean, even if it's like, you know, $600 in total, I mean, that's that, fam, that, that that's a great investment for a kid. <laughs> 15 years later, hey, here we go. <laughs> How much did I spend on these cards? I don't know. Probably like 100 bucks total on all these cards. And and most of the time, you, you traded your friends. And you guys didn't even know the value of... Of each particular card You may have traded a card worth 2 bucks For a card worth 50 bucks at the time You didn't know You just like the Pokemon on it So some of these I could have got for a steal Giving away 2 Squirtles for this Latios You know I'm like alright mom I made, a, I made a couple hundred bucks off these cards Hmm Dude that's stonks baby That's big stonks but, I mean, just this thing that she didn't see any value in just because, I mean, hey, and I understand if you're like, man, they're just cards. They're just pieces of cardboard. Like, I don't understand why they're worth this much, right? Well, you could say that about any or a lot of things, right? Like, why does this have value? It has value because people want it, right? It's all supply and demand at the end of the day. Girls, why do you, why do y'all like diamonds? Why are diamonds so valuable? First of all, diamonds are fucking inherently worthless. I'll say this again. Diamonds aren't really valuable they're valuable because one family or or one family has control of the majority of the mines 
and they're able to, you know, control supply, which then raises up prices for these diamonds. And there are things that make some diamonds more valuable than others, like cut. What are the what are the five C's? Cut, carrot, clarity. Uh, I don't know the fucking others. Whatever. But they're not actually rare at all. Like sapphires, rubies, emeralds. All those are actually rare. And and have true value because you can't find them anywhere. Right? And once again, you're like, well, I can't find a lot of things out there. And it doesn't mean that I understand. I got you. I got you. But it's also, there's a limited supply and people demand it. So that's why that's actually rare. It's not no controlled thing. Right? So these cards are pieces of cardboard, right? But they're rare because they don't make them anymore. Or cards have particular usages in actually playing the game or people just want to collect them because it's it's the first this it's the first that or it's a set maybe it's a pokemon they like it was a card that was really rare 10 years ago and like i said they don't reprint them like they they make new cards all the time but they're different sets and all this crap so i just wanted to you know tell my mom like hey you know how about you give me the benefit of the doubt sometimes maybe maybe i know better maybe i know better you know, telling me these cards were stupid. How much? I wonder how much money my mom just threw away. Because she would just get rid of my fucking cards and my toys. Because she just thought they were fucking trash and didn't understand it. I think my mom owes me a lot of money, to be honest. I might have to sue my, I might have to sue my mom for a couple thousand. You know, what if I had some super awesome, amazing cards? And the crazy thing is, like, I didn't have any of these. But there are some cards that are worth, like, a grand. Fam, there is, I think there's one card. It's a, it's a Charizard card. The original Charizard card. Um, from base set, the shadowless one, and I know these words don't mean anything to a lot of you people, right? But if you have that card, depending on the condition that it's in, it's worth up to like, I think I want to say fifty thousand dollars. The base set Charizard in 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 perfect gem mint condition ten is worth like fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of fucking money for a fucking piece of cardboard. <laughs> And I'm glad, I'm glad I know for sure that I never had one of those. Because, fam, I would be looking for that thing so hard. So damn hard. But, thank you so much for joining me. This is all for this episode of the Hey What's Up Podcast. I appreciate you guys listening in. Hopefully, you guys made it all the way through. Um, Hope everybody's staying well. Hope everybody's taking care of themselves out there. Um... Like if you like, subscribe, comment, I don't know, do whatever positive fucking thing on whatever platform that you have. Share, tell your friends, post it on your Insta stories. I, It would mean a lot to me. Um, like I said, I, I missed out on doing these podcasts for the last three months. For me, it, it just, it, you know, it gives me a good opportunity to just sit here and just talk and, you know, kind of let a lot of things off my mind. So I appreciate you guys who always tune in regardless if I post five times a week or post once every three months. I, I, I see, I, I can't tell who's the person who's viewing it or who the people are, but, you know, there's always that strong contingent of listeners that, you know, always hit play whenever it comes out. So that means a lot to me. But thanks so much for listening for this to this episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye.